There is so much information out there in the world today uh, and so many ways to access this information. We have the internet, we have books, we have all kinds of ways to access this information and uh, different things that we can learn. One of my favorite ways to learn new things is by doing new things. In the fire service and EMS world, there are many things that we teach to our new people through this method. Some take that approach in a sink or swim kind of way, and that usually doesn't work out so well if you truly want your people to succeed. And others approach it with a mentor's mentality. In today's episode, I'll share with you exactly what it means to learn by doing and how it can be an incredibly effective way to learn something new. Before we dive in, why don't you take a moment to think back on all the things you know how to do? I know it's a long list, right? A lot of those things might have come naturally, like learning how to speak, right? We don't remember the point where we learned how to do that. Then again, some things might have taken a lot more focus, a lot more study, and a lot more hard work, like understanding cardiology. That was definitely something that I personally struggled with in my journey to become a paramedic. Now, thinking back on all those things you know how to do, they seem easy now, don't they? And of all the things you've learned, there are things that you enjoy way more than other things. For instance, once you learned how to jump rope, you may have learned that it's your favorite exercise. And once you learned how to properly run for distance, you may have learned that it's the worst thing on the planet. <laughs> uh, regardless of all the things you've learned, you've also learned about the things you prefer, right? Those things have also been somewhat of a revelation to you as you did those things. You know that there are things you enjoy doing over others. An important way we become, or an important way that, that we come to the realization or ability to identify the things that we like and the things that we don't is by doing them. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not the only way. I'm not saying it's the only way, but it is a very important way. I don't want to be extreme here and say that the only way we know whether we like to do something like smoke cigarettes is to try smoking. That's not what I'm saying at all. Using logic and reason, I can deduce that I won't enjoy that. However, taking steps towards trying something new that isn't designed to kill you helps you not only learn new things, but it also expands your perspective and adds to your repertoire of skills. Let's start out by learning what it means to learn by doing, shall we? So what is learning by doing? 
Learning by doing simply means that we're able to learn more about something or how to do something when we perform the action. For example, let's say you're learning how to start IVs in the field. You should read and gain as much instruction as you can. But ultimately, it's a skill that demands to be performed. Learning by doing allows you a hands-on understanding of how the human body needs to be prepped for the process, how the IV catheter feels once it breaks the skin, and what to do in order to secure it. There are skills in this world, just like that one, that require a hands-on approach. Learning how to drive is another perfect example of how you learn by doing. You can read about how an automobile works all day long. You can learn the process of internal combustion. You can read and learn about how fuel injectors work. You can watch YouTube videos, all of that. You can learn how braking systems work. But you'll never have a complete understanding until you get into a car and go for a drive. Learning by doing is taking an active approach to something as opposed to you passively learning about it. Active engagement provides deeper learning and understanding. And for those of you who've learned how to drive a car or ride a bike, you know that to be true. And it's okay to make mistakes, but only if you learn from those mistakes and make improvements. The official term for this kind of learning is experiential learning. So what are the benefits of experiential learning? What are the benefits of learning by doing? Aristotle once wrote that, for the things we have to learn before we can do them, we learn by doing them. You're going to have to really listen to that one a couple of times. I had to reread it a couple of times and really wrap my mind around it, exactly what he was saying. But basically, we've got to interact with our environment in order to adapt and learn. Doing some specific research on experiential learning, I discovered that, uh, I mean, they're not limited to five big benefits, but I, I discovered five big benefits to this way of learning. And, and these things spoke to me because I really enjoy learning by doing. So let's talk about these five big benefits that I learned. Number one, it's more engaging and more memorable when you learn by doing. We can hear something numerous times in a lecture hall or read something several times and we might not retain it. I know for me personally, if I'm having trouble understanding something that I'm reading, Sometimes I'll have to reread it a few times to make sure I'm getting it right. And even then I may resort to reading it to myself out loud so that I'm hearing it right. And I did that a lot in paramedic school, a lot. I read out loud to myself in just about everything I read. Experiential learning is more engaging and more memorable. Being forced into a situation where we have to perform a skill, it's easier to have those things locked into our understanding. Every action that we perform provides a personalized learning experience. And when we do this well, we become more motivated and more confident in that skill. This is one of the reasons I'm not such a fan of the term practice makes perfect. Okay, what happens if you keep practicing the wrong way? Then you're just solidifying your inability, right? I was victim to this when I first started to learn how to start IVs in the field. I was being hounded by my senior medic to perform the skill in a very specific way and only that way. And it just was not working for me. 
I was continually getting owned in my IV experience. It was terrible. It was terrible. I kept doing exactly what they said, exactly how they said it. But eventually, in spite of their instruction, I took a different approach. I went a little bit rogue agent and I did things differently. I did things that felt more correct for me. And guess what? I immediately became successful in that thing. (laughs) And not only that, but now I teach people how to do that thing. But I never would have learned to adapt in the field and identify a new, more effective way of doing things had I not taken that step, had I not actively tried to learn by doing. I actively went through the process of making an effort, identifying what wasn't working, reflecting on that thing, and then refining my approach. Benefit number two, it's much more personal. As you just heard me explain, this process offers a much more personal experience. Being able to adapt in the moment, being able to identify and apply what you've observed uh, to work and maybe not work is the very definition of experiential learning. The active process of applying what you know offers a much richer experience than sitting in a classroom or in front of a computer screen. If you want to learn how to cook, You can take classes in person or online. However, there will come a time when you are required to put your knowledge into action and bake that cake, right? This is one of the reasons I always experimented. Like, side note, (laughs) this is one of the reasons I always experimented in cooking meals at home before I even tried or dared cook them in the firehouse. The firehouse is definitely no place to experiment to see whether or not you'll be successful in that thing. The people that I work with, I felt deserved a a refined ability, right? I didn't want to show up and have or take a happenstance approach to cooking dinner that that night. So anyway, that maybe that's just me. I don't want to. I'll do the experimentation and I'll learn by doing. I'll I'll refine it at home and then I'll take what I've learned and bring it to the station because. I don't want it to be a mess. I don't want it to be a disaster. So anyway, number three, it's connected to the community. The world is your classroom. Go outside and venture to somewhere you don't spend a lot of time or go somewhere new. Do you know how many people have lived in Arizona their whole life and have never been to the Grand Canyon? It's ridiculous. Venturing out and seeing new things puts you in a front row seat to expand your understanding and your experiences in general. All of those things you experience are now reference tools for any encounter or any situation you may find yourself in. And not only that, it puts you in alignment with like-minded people. It puts you in proximity to people who are looking for the same things, who are trying to learn the same things, who are wanting to experience the same things, right? Number four, it's more integrated into our lives. When we can directly apply what we learn, it becomes a part of who we are. This is evident when we become specialists in something that we become more than proficient at, right? For example, I really struggled at first with cardiology. Big surprise, I struggled with something else as well. Uh, I really struggled with cardiology first when I uh, was learning how to become a paramedic. I became really downtrodden and I felt like I would just never understand it. Fortunately, I had time to 
take a, a little break. Uh, about halfway through medic school, I got hired with a different agency and and my academy was seven weeks and my class, um, the following cohort of my paramedic program, the cohort just behind me was seven weeks behind. So I was able to just kind of jump back into things. Um, but that break provided me with an opportunity to step back from things for a bit, take a breather, realign, re-engage and go back into things with a new chosen outlook. And by the end of the cardiology unit, I'd understood it so much that I eventually became an ACLS instructor, a cardiology instructor. People will naturally be more interested in a topic if they know that what they're learning is vital to their way of life. So like if you learn something that's relative to your job or relative to your passions, then you're going to thrive in that thing because you're naturally interested in that thing. You're going to naturally want to refine it, uh, just continually get better and improve at it, and then eventually become a master. And then hopefully when you've reached master level, you'll teach it to someone else. Number five, it builds skills for success. Learning by doing requires us to step out of our comfort zones and try something new. Think back to when you first started learning to drive, right? I mentioned that before. Think of the intimidation you might have felt or the embarrassment or definitely the uncertainty. And for those of us that passed our driver's test, just look at you now, right? Driving around and stuff, going to the store, <laughs> hopefully not wrecking into anything. But this process builds our resiliency and our willingness to grow and develop in a certain skill. And not only that, this process helps with our personal growth and development as a contributing member of a team and society as a whole. Learning by doing solidifies processes into your operating psyche. It's like how people tell you that you never forget how to ride a bike, quote unquote, right? Once you've achieved the ability to perform that skill, you rarely forget it. However, there are you know, instances, there's something to be said for the term. If you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, if we don't keep up on our skills and abilities, then we become complacent. And rather than relying on our training and ability within any given situation, we fall to the level of our current performance, right? Whatever that may be. This is prevalent in the firefighter who spends all day in the recliner and expects to perform like a rock star on the fire rather than continually taking daily actions to improve and maintain his level of physical fitness or his mental aptitude. Uh, this is how complacency kills us guys. This is how it, this is how it does it by just resting on our laurels. This is where our egos need to be put in check, regardless of what profession we're in. This, I'm not just speaking to the firefighters out there. I'm speaking to everybody. We can all get complacent within our roles. You know, whether you're a husband, a father, a, a wife, a mother. Don't get complacent in your role. Embrace it. Learn things by doing new things. Once you learn by doing, you have a deeper personal connection to that knowledge, and you'll be more motivated to use it in the future. A personal example for, uh, of this for me is how studying for and obtaining my certified personal trainer designation allowed me to become more motivated to use the strategies I learned going through that program 
in my everyday life. This not only helped me to become way more fit, but healthier all around in my body, my mind, my spirit. By immersing myself in a practical approach to wellness, I was able to open the doors to other aspects of wellness, not just when it comes to my physical fitness. Take what you've heard here today and apply it to your life. If you're looking for a way to practically apply the principles that I just talked about and or talk about in any other episode, and maybe you don't know where to start, maybe you're a little confused, then I highly encourage you to join the Forge. You might have heard me talk about it before, but inside this exclusive group, we work on refining ourselves in the four fire flow path categories. That's fitness, intellect, relationships, and energy. And through this framework, we'll set goals and complete daily objectives that will help us reach our unique quarterly goals, our quarterly objectives. And I'm telling you right now, we will do more in 12 weeks than most people get done in 12 months. Once inside the forge, you'll get access to a quarterly goal planning template that I've created based on the fire flow path that I just shared with you. You'll get access to the private Facebook group and all the events and resources within. You'll get a copy of the quarter's book selection for study and discussion. Uh, this first quarter's reading selection was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And you'll also get a 50 page workbook based on that quarter's or yeah, based on that quarter's reading. Um, also you'll get weekly accountability meetings with me and other forge members. This is meant to have that built in system of accountability to help keep us on track. And this isn't necessarily, uh, something that I'm just coming at you with. Like I use this myself. I use all of these systems myself to achieve the quarterly goals and the annual goals that I set. And honestly, like not holding each other accountable to your daily objectives, your quarterly objectives, those goals have very little likelihood of getting achieved. So join the ranks of others who are looking to learn by doing and become the hero of their own story. And as a result, become the firefighter, become the parent, the spouse, the friend, that they want to be. Don't take a backseat to your story. Don't be some NPC, some non-playable character, right, in your own story. Be the main character. Be the hero of your own story. Click the link in the show notes or in my bio and fill out an application. Schedule a one-on-one -on -one call with me to get you all set up. Next quarter starts in April. I'm super excited. And I can't wait to reveal what our next book selection is. The next workbook is going to be structured after it. Um, we're all going to be inside the forge. We're all going to be re refining. We're going to be revisiting, uh, measuring how our first quarter went. Then we're going to be making adaptations. We're going to be uh, either doubling down, expanding on the current goals we have, or we're going to create new ones for those four different categories that I mentioned. Regardless, we're going to hold each other accountable and we're going to push forward and make those things happen. So I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, quarter two is going to be amazing. Quarter one was amazing. We've got some great people in the forge right now. Uh, join the forge. I can't wait for you to be a part of it. That wraps it up for this episode of the ignited firefighter podcast. 
click the link in the show notes. Be a part of the growing community by joining the Ignited Firefighter Facebook group. This is a free group to join. Like I'd mentioned, The Forge. The Forge is the exclusive group, guys. That is an exclusive group. However, the Ignited Firefighter Facebook group is free to join. And it's where we can all contribute and share stories of what new things we're learning, along with anything else you want to share or inquire about. So thanks again. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the hero of your own story. Be ignited.